Welcome to Best for Disney. We're Jen and Katie, colleagues that have years of experience both traveling to Disney destinations as well as planning trips for our clients. We invite you to listen in as we take time in each podcast to identify the best of the best. Each conversation will focus on a new and exciting aspect of Disney vacations, and we're not afraid to mention things to avoid as well. We're here focused on helping you find the best value for your money, make the most of your time, and create the best memories for you and your family while at Disney. We're excited to bring a little magic into your day, so let's jump right in. Welcome back, Best for Disney friends. So Katie and I both have lots of fun and exciting things coming up or just happening. So we thought we'd take some time today to kind of check in with each other. And I want to hear all about your trip, Katie, because you just got back from Universal Studios on a girl's trip, right? Was it a girl's trip? I did. Yeah, I did a hosted trip where I invited girls or women to come and have sort of a completely planned, no decision based trip. So essentially they gave me complete um, planning ability and just showed up and said, where do we need to be and when? And it was a blast for me to be able to surprise them in many different ways. Um, And, you know, as moms, a lot of times the burden of making the decisions falls to us when we're taking our families and and on trips. And this um, eliminated that need for them. So they were able to just kind of go along for the ride and know that everything was going to be handled. So um, it was one, uh, another mom that's around the same age as I am. And another mom who had her two teenage daughters with her. So there were five of us total. And um, we stayed at Royal Pacific because we wanted to have the unlimited express pass that Universal offers, which was great. Even though the crowds were super low. I I don't know. Have you paid attention to the Universal crowds over the past few weeks, Jen? The crowds Universal and Disney, they seem like non-existent. I mean, and we always know September is... Uh, it's kind of a lower time. Lots of kids are in school. If you have a fall break, you're not going to pull them out. I mean, I don't think there's a super, super low time either place, but COVID's thrown all that in the air. We have no idea what's happening everywhere, but it seems like you had a really empty park. Is that right? Most of the, yeah, absolutely. Most of the wait times were posted at like 20, 15 to 20 minutes, but we were literally walking on everything because we have this unlimited express pass. So definitely would do that again. Um, when we first got there, I was able to pick up our tickets and all of our credentials at the resort, which is what you do at Universal. You don't have any of that in advance. And then we went and headed over on the ferry to CityWalk and had lunch at Cowfish. Have you ever eaten at Cowfish? I have. I sat upstairs outside looking down on everyone walking through CityWalk, which was really fun. Um, it was kind of a good viewpoint to just, I love to people watch. So that's what I love to do. But I, I've only been there once and it, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't realize that there was an outside seating area, but that's super cool. We sat really close to the bar, right as you kind of go into the restaurant. And um, I'm not a, a sushi or a fish person. I have a seafood allergy, so I avoid that. So I had a burger, but all of the other girls that were with me had sushi and they raved. They said it was absolutely delicious. Um, 
one of our colleagues, Jessica, it's hands down her favorite restaurant. She talks about the, that's why I went there. Cause she talks about it so much. Like I was like, well, Jessica loves it so much. I'm going to have to try it. I don't have a seafood allergy. I have a mental seafood allergy. Mm-hmm. I do not like seafood. Um, so I didn't get seafood there either, but they have like non seafood sushi stuff too, which was kind of delicious. And we tried that, which was really good. I mean, it was really good food. It's a fun atmosphere. I would go back. Yeah, they had the cool funnels on the, like the sort of that made up the bar and they had the fish that swim by like a sort of virtual fish tank, which was pretty cool. Reminded me a little bit of the Disney cruise ships with the virtual portholes, um, magical portholes. But um, yeah, so we had lunch there and during lunch, we hadn't been in the parks yet. And one of the teenagers was getting a little bit stressed I think because they didn't know what the plans were and she was eager to get to rides so instead of waiting until dinner to reveal sort of the big surprise of the trip I went ahead and told them at lunch that the next day we were going to do a VIP tour because I didn't want her to be stressed about making sure we could get all of the attractions that she wanted to in and so I just went ahead and said you know, here's what's happening tomorrow. So no stress today. Our main goal for that first day was to go to Ollivander's and get um, wands. They wanted to do the wand ceremony, which I had never seen. And so that was like our, our main goal for day one of the trip was to get to um, Diagon Alley and go through that process to, to make sure the girls had wands. So I have a wand story that I think I've sort of told you part of one time, but I want to share it with our listeners because when we went to Universal, um, gosh, actually it was two years ago, right before COVID, which ironically this morning I was looking through my time hop of pictures and a video came up of my parents surprising all of the grandkids with a trip. And I said to my husband, I'm like, that was just two years ago because it felt like eight years ago, I think because of COVID. But anyway, it was two years ago. So we went to Universal before we did a cruise. And my sister, when I say is a Harry Potter crazy fan, it's not even enough expression to say how much my sister loves Harry Potter. And my whole family loves it too, but she's obsessed. So she went with us and same thing. We wanted to get wands. And so we went and we were standing outside of Ollivander's because it's a whole experience. If you want to do the entire, I mean, you can just go in the wand shop and buy wands, but there's an experience that you don't want to miss. And we were going in and, um, we were waiting outside. It was early in the morning and it was chilly. So my kids had sweatshirts on and my sister was like, she almost started yelling at my girls. She was like, girls, take off your sweatshirts because she knew that Morgan had on a Gryffindor outfit and Reese had on a Slytherin outfit. And she knew that if somebody in there noticed that these two sisters were in these opposing houses, that they might get picked for the experience. And sure enough, she was right. They made a big deal about it. You know, the, the wand, uh, why can I not think of what he's called? he's not the wand keeper. That's more like Lord of the Rings, but the, the employee of the wand shop picked my girls and it was, I don't want to ruin it. It's a really fun, um, interactive experience with a bunch of people in the room and the wand picks the girls. And it was so sweet the way they said things and the way they talked about the girls. I know it was all, you know, he does this all the time, but the way he talked about each girl, it actually made me cry, (laughs) but that's not hard to do. I'm pretty sappy. So, um, Ollivander's is a really, really fun experience. So were you able to have anyone in your group participate in that experience? Yes. So a couple tips, if you want to have somebody 
you know, actually participate because I spent a little bit of time talking to some of the cast members that work in that area. Um, so we went later in the day and I would definitely recommend that if you get in and can go later in the day, it's much less busy because it's not right now. It's sort of like you have to sign up until they open the queue later in the day to just walk up. Um, right. So if you can do it like within the last hour of park being open, that's your best option. I also would recommend trying to be the most animated in the group. Um, so they, you know, you have a little line and there were probably, I don't know, eight of us that were brought into the little room. And we chose to do it on the Universal Studio side because there are more rooms, so more opportunities to be chosen on that side. Olivander's is in both I did not parks, know that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know there were more rooms on one side. Yeah, so that's why we chose to go there. But it happens in both places, um, on, both, on both sides of Universal and, and Islands of Adventure. Um, so we went to Diagon Alley. I was talking to the guy, you know, who works at the door. And we went in the little room. and. Um, one of the sisters was chatting with him about working at Starbucks. I don't know how it came up, but we were kind of just hanging out in there waiting for more people. And the, the employee was saying that he used to work at Starbucks. And there was another guy who entered behind. He may have actually been a cast member too, that was not working based on how he was acting. But um, so they're all talking about Starbucks and, and she was very animated, had nothing to do with Harry Potter in this case. Um, but she was, you know, he did ask about all of our houses and we were all chatting about that. And then a second employee comes up and just kind of stands there and then they walk away. And so then we get ushered back into the room and that second person is in the room. And I think that that person is the one who indicates who's going to be the right choice to be the person that the wand chooses because they want somebody who's going to be animated and who's going to participate and who's going to, you know, follow instructions well, as opposed to somebody who might be too shy or embarrassed to be chosen. So we got in the room, the one sister was chosen and it was an awesome experience. And she kept saying over and over through the rest of the trip that the one, I think it's a wand maker. Isn't it a wand maker? Um, wand maker. Yeah. I said keeper, the, the, it's maker, wand maker. Whatever it is. Yeah. But that the personality description that the wand maker, you know, was saying about her was spot on. And that's what I'm saying with my girls. It legit made me, he could have said the opposite. He could have named Reese as, you know, what I, I, I watched the video from time to time. It made me start crying. My husband laughed at me in the place. I think my sister got teary eyed. It was spot on. And that to me was kind of crazy. And it's cool to hear that yours was too. I think that that has to do with the houses that they identify with to a degree that some of the Maybe. Yeah, you know, that's characteristics true. that they would choose. But um, yeah. So anyway, she did, you know, they try out a couple of different wands and of course, then the wand chooses the wizard and then you have the option to go and purchase the wand if you want. Well, the other sister was a little disappointed that she hadn't been chosen. And so I went back to speak to the employee and say, you know, what's the best strategy here? And he gave me a couple of pieces of advice. And so we actually went back through again, but did not take the other sister 
So she was alone with her mom and I, and then other other people. And there were some other younger kids in the group, but she made a point to be the one to have the conversation with the person in the hallway and to be very animated and eager and, you know, enthusiastic and it worked. So then she was chosen, um, and, you know, had, had the wand choose her. So we got to spend the rest of that day kind of playing with the wands with all of the interaction, interactive. Oh my gosh. There's activities. so many. There's well, so many and let me tell you uh, on the VIP tour, they showed us two that are secret that aren't <gasps> marked. <gasps> yeah. It was so cool to see. So, um, one of so them, I'm glad you got your wands before the tour, like, well, to and have I, that. I, I wanted them to have them on the tour because I had heard that that was part of the tour that you were going to get, you know, to spend some time doing that. Um, so yeah, so there were two special ones that they got to do and we got to see, um, I had never been, have you, did you ever go down into, um, Nocturne Alley? Nocturne Alley. I didn't, I missed I helped you out there because I know you're not as Harry Potter as me and I could feel the pausing, but yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I walked down Nocturne Alley and actually I did it. Well, I've done every trip, but the first time I ever did it was on our high ho trip where we did Mm -hmm. some days at universal. And I remember being like, Oh my gosh, this might freak my kids out. Like it's nice and creepy down there as it's supposed to be, as it's supposed to feel. I mean, I kept feeling like, Bellatrix was going to jump out and attack me. I mean, it just felt like I was absolutely in the book walking down where my brain has been many times before in the stories. Yeah. If there were characters there, it would be definitely freaky for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, but anyway, so we had the ones, we went down to Nocturne Alley, we had butterbeer ice cream, we did all the things, which was awesome. Um, and then that night we had um, dinner at Toothsome Chocolate Emporium. Have you eaten at Toothsome? I have not been there. I have not. Now wait, I want to back up. So you only did Harry yeah. Potter stuff that first day just to get the wand well, and we, get those things going. I think we, we rode Spider-Man. We okay, rode, you did a couple one other. of the girls really wanted to do, um, Hollywood Rip Ride and Rocket. So we did that. I did not do that. Yeah, she did no. that. Nope. Um, you but no, really our priority was to get the wands and, you know, spend a little time. So, because that's what the the teenage girls were most interested in. And honestly, that's what the other woman who was with us, the the single woman who was with us that she really cared about too. Um, She was awesome. So she is a Slytherin and she had a different Slytherin outfit for every day of our trip. So fancy. um, Fully integrated along. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, but then um, we didn't really spend a ton of time wandering around the parks because we knew it, we had the VIP tour the next day. So, okay. So then you went to dinner and I think I thought Toothsome was just like sweets and treats and things. It's actually dinner as well. Like they have a menu. It is. Yeah. And the food was pretty good. Um, down on the first floor, they have like sweet cases where you can get macarons and um, truffles and all sorts of things. And then you go into the restaurant and of course, you know, you can have dinner and then you can have the fancy milkshakes with the piece of cake on top and things like that. So, um, I generally ask the waiters, like, what's the best thing? And, um, he wasn't wrong. So I had a truffle chicken and truffle risotto and it was very good. Um, one of the people in our party had the brisket meatloaf and she raved. She said it was fantastic. So Good to know. I might have to try um, this place out next time. 
Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you know, the star of the show is the milkshakes and the desserts. Um, honestly, I was pretty full, so I didn't really enjoy my milk milkshake to its fullest, but, um, you know, I think overall we were pretty impressed with that and just the variety of different options that they had. So the next day is your VIP tour. Did you start bright and early in the morning? How long was your tour? And I also want to know as you're talking, you said the crowds were low and you have the express pass. Did you still feel like there was a massive value in the VIP tour at this time of year? Or, you know, was it something where you might've only used if a busier time of year? I questioned that. And I was a little nervous to be honest, because, you know, it is costly. It's not as much as Disney, but it is a per person cost. And I was a little bit worried that I would feel like it was wasted because the lines were so short. I absolutely did not feel like it was wasted. I felt like it was, it was a private tour, right? Just you no, guys. it was not. It was a public tour. So what they do at Universal okay. is it's up to 12 people. We had 10 and you can only book six of the spots. So um, because they won't let you book the entire group to yourself um, or dominate the group, basically, you know, with your people, if you have more than six, you have to book a private tour. So there were the five of us. And then there was a dad with his um, son who was like 14, which was good because we had the two teenage girls. And then there was an adult woman and her parents and everyone was lovely. Um, We really kind of all hit it off and felt like we, you know, by lunchtime, we felt like we had known each other for years. It was really a good experience. Um, Our, so we checked in and got our lanyards and then we were taken to the um, Bamba Cafe and they had breakfast kind of set up as kind of a buffet, but it was more like small plates. um, And that was included in your tour. It was, yes. And so we had about 30 minutes to eat and then our tour started at 9.30. Okay. Okay. And so we all sat at the table and got to know all of our people. And then our tour guide showed up. His name was Duran and he was awesome. The only, I guess, complaint I have about the entire tour is that I wish that they had um, a mic pack with headpieces because he was telling oh. a lot of stories as we were walking and I couldn't always hear what he was saying if, if you know, you're not I right wasn't up there right by, by him. him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, that gets tough. you know, he kind of said, okay, what does everybody want to do? And everybody went around and said what they were most looking forward to. And then he just said, okay, here's, you know, here's where we're going to go. Here's what we're going to do. And the trip guarantees 10 attractions. We did 14. Okay. And that's because the wait times were so low. But and that's between the, the two parks, right? You're bouncing between the two parks. You can choose when you book the VIP tour, but that was what um, I chose. Yes. That yeah. we had the park to park so we could do both. So the first thing we did was we hopped on the Hogwarts Express and went across to um, Islands of Adventure because we started in Universal early. Um, so we did that. And then we did the Forbidden Journey. We did the um, Hagrid's. We did Velocicoaster. So you can do Hagrid's on the VIP tour because sometimes, you know, those yes. most popular places are excluded from things. So that was another question I had. Right. And he would offer to hold our stuff, um, you know, because on some of the attractions, you can't take anything. Um, yeah. And another tip I took, I know, right. I'm old. 
I took a fanny pack and I am anti-fanny pack. Those are coming back, Katie. You're not old. That's like the new, go to a college campus right now on Saturday for football games. All you see are fanny packs. I'm struggling with the fact that they're coming back. I wore it across my chest. Especially at Universal. Yeah, yeah, seriously. It was the way to go. I wore it kind of like, you know, on over one shoulder across my chest. Yep. And it was perfect. I had access to all the things I needed and I felt like it was secure. I didn't have to worry about it. I could push it out of the way on all the attractions and it, it really right. was On great. most of the rides, you can take it with you. You can't take a bag, right. but you can take a fanny pack. There are like two, I know I, what is it? Like the Hulk and Hagrid's, I think there's certain ones, no matter what, you cannot take anything on, but yeah, most well, of Velocicoaster them, you can have your fanny is pack. Like that. Yeah. Velocicoaster, you can't take anything. Oh, yeah. Hagrid's, you can't take anything. And I'm not, I think the mummy, you're not supposed to either. And the Hulk, Um, I know you can't on the Hulk because we had to put our fanny packs in a a locker. I know you can't on the Hulk either. So, yeah, so we did all of those things. I mean, we really did all of the big attractions. So all day. Did you do the Velocicoaster on the VIP tour? Um, or did someone did the Velocicoaster. <laughs> well, that's what Katie I should have said. <laughs> did not do the Velocicoaster. You know, but I did things that I wouldn't normally have done partially because I wasn't with my kids and I didn't want to be a party pooper. So like, I would never. I'm going to tell your kids that, things. hey, your mom was not a party pooper for other people, but Seriously. she might be for you. So next time she tries to be a party pooper, say, what, are we not as important as these people you don't even know? Well, they're a little bit chicken, so it kind of gives me an excuse (laughs) to bail on some things, but I did everything except for Hulk and Velocicoaster. And honestly, Velocicoaster probably wouldn't be too bad, except you have an upside down hang for like four seconds, and that doesn't (gasps) appeal to me. See, Hulk is maybe my favorite coaster anywhere, anywhere. Well, then I'll hold It's so fun. You can and I've done it before. Um, we did it on our honeymoon, and that was 18 years ago. And I'm 18 years older now, so I'm good. I'm good. Um, (laughs) it's still the same ride, it hasn't changed. You're good, right? Right? So, I mean, but honestly, we were walking in back doors of things, you know, it was very cool because our VIP tour guide was telling us, um, you know, what to look out for. So, for example, on Spider Man, which is like a 3D virtual reality kind of ride you know, he told us in advance that Stanley shows up three times and that there are also some cameos from some other, you know, like, like Easter eggs. And so in the ride, he's yelling, you know, it's loud and everything. Because he's he's riding with you. Stanley, he did on that one. He didn't on all of them, but on that one, he did, you know, he's yelling Stanley, he's yelling, you know, there's, I don't remember, Captain America or whoever it was, Iron Man, whatever. Yeah you know, and pointing out that cool stuff. Um, and that's kind of how he was for, you know, all day long, we were walking through the park and he told us, this is really cool. that in the streets of New York, um, over on the universal Orlando side, he told us that they used that street because universal used to be a working movie set. It's not really as often anymore in Orlando, the one in California is, but they flooded the street and used it in a Creed music video. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like where the, the, the mummy is that street right there. And they had like the the people on stilts, like the Egyptian people, like walking around in the video and all the people that are extras, like, you know, were there, they had cars flipped upside down, like floating down the, the thing. And there's that, that pond right there where they do their cinematic spectacular. Uh Uh-huh. They, they pumped the water out of it to fill the street. Like that's how they did it. 
Well, that's kind of cool. Now I want to go look at that video and, and watch it. <laughs> right. Right. So that was really cool. Another cool thing we got to do was we got to go down underneath in the mummy, like walk underneath the coaster. And he told us the story. I'm going to spoil it. Okay. So at the end of the mummy, which is a really cheesy ride, I haven't seen the movie, but I guess it's a cheesy movie too. But Brendan Fraser is sitting there and he says, you know, it'd be nice if I could get a cup of coffee. And then a mummy gives him a cup of coffee and then attacks him. And he's like, ah, ah. And so our tour guide tells us that after, after we wrote it, okay, we're down underneath and he says, after the ride came out, it was popping up on the internet all over the place that Brendan Fraser really says, ah, it feels good. Ah. And we're all like, whatever. Okay. And so he says, and so they called Brendan Fraser and they asked him and he was like, yeah, I did that. I swear when I first wrote it, I did not hear it. Okay. We stood underneath and listened to, cause we're right underneath that part of the ride. So you hear it over yeah, and over. Which is cool in itself to be under a ride. He absolutely says, ah, it feels good. <laughs> he totally does. And, and now that I told you that when you go, you won't be able I'll to hear not it. hear it. It's so crazy. So look for a YouTube clip or something because it seriously blows my mind that I didn't hear it the first time. All right. I'm going to have to look for that. I'm going to have to. So how late in the day did your tour go? Well, so midday, we, we, we went over and we did Islands of Adventure. And then at lunchtime, he took us through the backstage area. We like cut across, which you really can't do unless you're on a tour because we walked across a lot of backstage areas and we went back to that same place for lunch. And they had a lunch buffet and that was included. And lunch was provided too. So breakfast and lunch were a part of your cost? Yes. And honestly, the lunch food was some of the best food I had all week. Really? It was so good. So good. And one of the people in our group had allergies and they were very good about accommodating allergies. So um, it was really stressful on a VIP tour, wherever you are to feel like you don't want to waste time eating, you know, you don't want to waste time getting food and sitting down. So knowing that they build that in, that the cost of the food is there, the food is provided, it's ready for you. It's already a time that everyone's taking to do it. I think that's a really awesome way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And he, you know, and then he gets a break so he can eat too, which was nice because we didn't feel guilty. Um, and then we went back out and did the rest of universal Orlando. So we ended up getting done around four o'clock, four 30, four 30. Um, and then he basically like dropped us at one last ride and then we all said goodbye. That's fun. And I, it sounds like it was totally worth it. Like you would do it again sometime. I love all of the trivia and the tips and the information Yeah, like that's that right up your alley for me is the best part. So yeah, one thing I will say, and this is true at Disney too, nothing is ever said about tipping VIP tour guides, but it really is important to remember to take care of those guides because even though we're paying a significant amount for the tours, that's for the access that that's money where doesn't they make go their to money. those guides. Yeah. Yeah. So, and um, I, I, anyone that's listening to, I make a point for clients that are doing VIP tours to let, I know at Disney, maybe you'll know Universal, unless it's changed at Disney, the guide has to refuse your tip a couple times, at least mm-hmm. once. So, if you offer them a tip and they say, no, 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 
They have to say no. You have to offer it again. They are going to take your tip if you really push it. So keep pushing it because that's where they make their money. But, you know, they're they're trying and they're putting their time in for you. So, you know, I always make sure people know that because I think some people don't know that and they think, well, I'm ready to tip you. Oh, but they said, no, thank you. I can't. But they really can. They just have to deny it a couple of times to make sure that they have, you know, given you an out. So it's right. That was not the experience I had at Universal. He was very grateful and took it. Um, But I know you're exactly right at Disney. I think they actually have to refuse two or three times. Twice. Yeah, I think it's twice. You have to be pretty insistent. But um, and that's just, you know, that's part of their agreement with Disney is that they're going to do that. But, um, you know if we're persistent, it would, you have to get so persistent. It would be rude to deny you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. And you almost feel bad doing that, but they've earned it. You know, they put in their time and that's what I tell people too, which wherever you are, Disney universal, if you're planning the money for a VIP tour, that's fantastic, but make sure you're planning in your head, the tip as well, because they're working their booties off for you. They're making the day amazing for you. And I don't think their hourly pay is anything to, you know, be too excited about. So, right. Right. And these people are the best of the best. So he had worked as a scare actor for Halloween horror Nights, So he had some insight on that too, which was really fun. Um, that is somewhere you'll never hear. find me. Never. Truth me either. Nope. Not going to be there. Um, so, mean, but it was no. a good experience and I'm glad that we did the VIP. I would do it again. Um, but it definitely, helped me be able to put together better itineraries for my clients because, you know, I have some insider info and a better handle on how to navigate parks. So it was great. Now, you know, you're not allowed to go through those secret entrances that they used. I can see being like, there is a door. If you just slide right through it, (laughs) you can go under the ride. Um, Okay. So then the next day, was that all the park time you did? Or did you do another park day after that? And it felt sad and deflating because your guide wasn't there with you. No, it was good because we had really done all of the major rides. And so we did have one more day. We had dinner that night at Confisco Grill. Um, eh. Is that in, uh, eh. out in the city walk? No, it is in Islands of Adventure and it was fine. Okay. Which one is that? Where is that? Is that the. It's right before you get to suit landing. Okay. Like oh, from yeah, the front yeah, yeah. of the park yeah. before you turn yeah. around. So it was okay. Um, so anyway, I then, so on our last day, I basically told everybody else, you know, I am going to do, here's, here's my plan for the day. Come with me or don't, it's up to you. And, you know, I asked them what they wanted to do again or what they had missed and, and they wanted to shop some. And, um, so I just kind of put together a plan hitting all the things we had missed. We hadn't done Seuss landing. We hadn't spent a ton of time. Um, well, and I wanted to see the shows in both of the Harry Potter areas. Um, and we hadn't taken the time to do that. And I'm telling you, oh yeah, the Triwizard tournament rally is so good. It is totally worth seeing the show. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Um, but I like shows anyway. The Tales of the Beetle Bard was off excellent too. It's kind of like a puppet yeah. show, um, but it's pretty dark. Have you ever seen that? It, it is. It's kind of, you're kind of like, oh, we just took a turn here. Like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I was like, all right. I'm glad that I don't have any really young kids around, but mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it would probably be over their Some head. Some of it might so. go over them. Yeah. It goes yeah. over their head. So we kind of just did that. And then, um, but I will tell you the highlight of my trip. Are you ready for this? VIP I, tour I'm was ready great. for this. 
I loved many of the attractions. I wrote them on me. Is I didn't it, think I would do that. Is this going to be like some kind of a snack or something? No. Like, what? No. Okay. What's the highlight? I liked the butterbeer ice cream though. I would do that again. I haven't um, had that. The best part of the entire trip for me. So good. I did it twice in a row. The born <gasps> oh, spectacular blew me away. Literally. See what I did there? Huh? It was so, <laughs> so good that I literally did it again twice in a row. And that's like just what right it's called. Up. The born, the born stuntacular. Yes. And I love, are you Jason a fan Bourne. of Jason Bourne? Okay. Yes. There we go. I love the books. I love the movies, but it doesn't matter. Okay. It, anybody would love this. All right. If you're sensitive to noise, it might be hard, but the technology in this is, I mean, there's a motorcycle chase on stage. Like I, I, I don't even know. It's, it's awesome. like Indiana Jones at Disney times 10. Really? But they don't tell you that it's like a stunt show. Like it really, I mean, you're in, you're part of the team and you know, it's, it's really happening versus like, oh, we're going to break it down and, you know, pretend that was really stunts um, like Disney does. It was so good. Like, I can't wait okay, to go back. So and that's see it a again. must do. That's a must do. I wish I wouldn't have waited until the last day. And the guy that they have playing Born is so good. So that's all I got to say. Wait, you saw it twice on the last day? In a row. <laughs> I mean, I literally left the theater and went back in. And it's like a 35 minute show. Yeah, no, I, I went, thought again. you went like day two and then went back on the, I did not know you exited the theater and re-entered the theater. Yeah. And here's another pro tip in the pre-show room. It's kind of like Monsters Inc. If you've done that, you know how you wait in like a pre-show yeah. room for like 10 minutes. Um, they same idea. There's outlets. Oh, and you're in there for 15 minutes or so probably. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah. you know. Thank you, I didn't plug it in. Pre-show, I had just seen it, so I did some work. <laughs> yeah, literally just seen it. Yeah, well, literally. it sounds like you had an amazing trip. I mean, Universal is always a good time. I love that you introduced other people to it. I love that you know Universal is something where if you've got a long weekend, you can knock it out and feel like you hit everything. But if you're stressed about your time constraints, VIP tour is the way to go. Like you said, it's expensive, but it's not quite the same level as Disney expensive. Also, because you're combining with other people, you're getting lunch and breakfast in it. So it's a more, I don't want to say budget friendly, because I think that that's a, that's a hard term to say, because it's still a VIP tour, but it's a more economical, um, something to consider. If you would never consider a, a VIP tour at Disney, still look into it at Universal. You never know. You might decide to do it there. You know, I think you if the crowds were heavy, it would totally be amazing but we were going in i mean he said we're gonna go in exits we're gonna go in fire doors we're gonna go you know fun. behind the scenes that's and what makes it, you feel it, elite we did feel like pretty darn special so unlike disney it does not include the special photos okay um but he was willing to take our photos wherever we were you know but it was really kind yeah. of great and and he would even say like like on jurassic park do you want to get really wet or do you want to get a little wet you know, and then he would go up to them and be like, we need, you know, 10 people, rows four and five. Like he was choosing he for knew our exactly what comfort level. Yeah. Um, I think we have to talk about Hagrid's also. Oh, I, I, here's my struggle with Hagrid's. I don't want to ruin it for people. Yeah. No, not going to ruin it. But it's so if good. If you're timid, 
like I am, and I'm not a huge roller coaster person, the sidecar is the way to go. Have you only done the sidecar? I can only do the sidecar. <laughs> I don't think I can handle the motorbike. <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you, because when we, so I, when I went to Universal two years ago, Hagrid's was the brand, it was the Velocicoaster, you know, it yeah. was the big brand new thing. So legit, my husband and my youngest stayed at the hotel. My husband had to work. My youngest does not, she wasn't even big enough to ride it. She doesn't like coasters. And she, there's a picture, I can see it in my head of her sitting in the hotel room with the remote control for the TV and the biggest breakfast ever that they went and got from the food court. So she was thrilled. And my sister and Blake and Morgan and I got in line for the park opening two hours before the park opened. And then we waited like three and a half to four hours to get on Hagrid's. And when I tell you I wasn't disappointed in waiting that long, I wasn't disappointed in waiting that long. There is okay. a, there's a twist in the ride that was so unexpected. And I'm so good about not watching videos before I go. I didn't mm. want to know. And I'm so glad I didn't know because it was so good. I knew and I was glad I knew. And really, I knew because that thing that happened, our tour guide told us he doesn't like when that happens. So that's, but he said he loves that ride and he can deal. Um, Because he knows. Yeah. If I was with someone that I thought would have anxiety, I would tell them. But like when we went, I went in um, April and I took my friend Jill and she and I went and I would not tell her. And I told her she can't look it up because I knew she would love it. And she and yes. I flip-flop sidecar and the top. And you're right. Yes. If you don't think you can do the motorcycle, oh my goodness. When I got on the motorcycle instead of the sidecar, yeah. I really felt, it felt like a completely open. different ride of intensity. Right. Yeah. Like as far as being really free and open and exposed, I yeah. was definitely happier in my sidecar and I, I was nervous for my friend next to me who was, you know, and she loved it. She was totally eating it up, but I, you know, she's like, do you want to switch? And I'm like, no. And she's like, great. But <laughs> I was, um, I was thankful that I was inside car. Now I am a big Thunder Mountain Railroad coaster goer, right? You know, you and I yeah. did Space Mountain together and I hated it. The Which, launches by the way, hold up, let me backwards this. If anyone listened to that way back when, or if not, it's still a fun thing between us. But my husband texted me the other day and he was like, Jen, I just saw a bumper sticker that said, but did you die? Did you die? <laughs> and I just <laughs> thought of you and Katie. <laughs> so yeah, somebody that's how brought you that up to me the other day but I hear it die? all the time now. But did you die? Did, no, did you I die? almost died on Hagrid's, but I didn't. Almost. It was close. Um, but you didn't. But it has launches and I was expecting it to be like, like Slinky Dog where you stop and then go. Cause I didn't really know what a launch was. Cause that's my roller coaster IQ. Um, but it's like, you're going fast and then you go faster and you're kind of like, Oh, all right. And but it's, it's super telling smooth. a good story. It was. And I loved seeing Hagrid and I loved, um, you know, seeing the, last ended screwed apparently it's the only place you can see one in real life that there's he's not in the movies and he's not depicted anywhere other than in universal orlando that's the only one that exists that you can actually see interesting i didn't know yeah. that see vip tour you learned vip tour right so anyway um i will tell you though jen guess how long i waited not on the vip tour but on the regular day we went it's not part that. of the express pass. Okay. How long do you think that I waited for Hagrid's? 
I don't, I don't want to know. I think I'm better off not hearing this answer since I just told you I waited almost six hours the first time I wrote it or five or somewhere in there. What, please tell me it was at least 20 minutes. Six minutes. Oh, shut up. We walked <laughs> the entire time and walked on. It was You didn't listed, even wait. You just had to walk. We, didn't wait. we just had to walk. It was listed at 25 minutes and we just walked right on. So do you, I feel like, because we were there... When I was there, even the week of Thanksgiving, for some reason, crowds weren't crazy bad. We had the express pass. But anything that said like 20 minutes at Universal usually meant you just have to walk through the queue. That's what I kind of was gathering based on wait times I was seeing on things. That may not be true. Don't hold me to that. But I feel like that's what I've kind of noticed is if you're seeing something 20 minutes or less, it really isn't 20 minutes. It's probably walk through the queue and get on the ride. I think you're right. And I think Disney's starting to do the same thing too. Um, but if the queue is fully extended, it would take you 10 to 15 minutes to just walk the walk. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we loved being able to walk on and ride everything as much as we wanted, uh, you know, certain rides at universal. I needed a break, like forbidden journey for me is great, but then I need a minute to, oh, you know, I need relax a few minutes after that I one. The I need some one. crackers. Yeah. A little yeah. Dramamine. <laughs> that is one of the first things I pack for Universal, guys, is Dramamine. But I, it, there's just a lot of 4D, um, like it's this, I can't do Spider-Man. I can't get on it. In fact, when Jill and I were there, she was absolutely laughing at me. And I kind of thought I was going to throw up on the ride because it just whips you around and jerks you. And it's not like a roller coaster because there's all that 4D animation around you and it flips you. And somehow I'm like taking deep breaths, staring at the floor, but that's not helping. Like there are just certain rides. So it's somewhere that I definitely, I pack Dramamine for Universal. And I like the whole stomach drop, tilt a whirl feel. You know, my husband can't stand that, but I like it. And so a lot of that doesn't bother me. Um, Men in Black does, you know, full 360s. Spider-Man does a couple 360s. Um, but I'm getting a little nauseous tour- hearing you talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> our tour guide did say that the two that mess people up the worst, and I, I didn't do Simpsons, but he said the Simpsons ride is really bad. Um, I've read that then, once. I will never step foot on it again. It, my kids gotcha. loved it. My kids and my husband wrote it like three times that trip. And I was like, this bench looks amazing. I'm going to sit right here and I'll see you when you get off. I yeah, can't see, do it. Brian would be and, done for the day. Like he would not be yeah, able to ride anything else. I, I so. couldn't. What's the other one? Is the other one Spider-Man? No, it's Jimmy Fallon. Oh yeah. Nope. Made Jill ride that by herself too. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Uh, you know, it's a, I loved it. Ride, so. It's a great yeah. ride. My stomach can't do it. I can't. My well, stomach can't. Well, this is a great spot to end on upset stomachs. And <laughs> <laughs> no, we would be great universal partners because I would hold your stuff on Hulk and Velocicoaster, and then you could hold my stuff on Jimmy Fallon and Spider-Man. Right. right. I mean, you would think I love like Hulk and things like that. You would think I could handle Spider-Man and Jimmy Fallon, but it's some different kind of whipping around. I, you will never find me on the teacups at Disney. I say, have fun, kids. Even Brian doesn't do those, but it's the spinny stuff I can't do. So. You yeah, know, I take other your, kids on teacups. I find the other parents who are like you and are green. And I'm like, I'll take your kids. You they can, can take mine. You can take yeah. mine. They'd love it. You'd spin them all crazy. They'd love it. Um, sounds like you had a fantastic time. Do you have another universal trip planned ahead for you? Or do you have thoughts of taking your boys anytime soon? Yeah, I'm ready to take the kids, especially now that um, I know the secret wand locations. Um, I can't wait to sort of be their VIP tour guide and take them. Yeah. So 
they're Harry Potter fans too, but I told them until they were ready to ride all of the attractions there, we're not going to do it. Um, but after I got back, they, they're on board. They want to ride. So Awesome. Well, we'll have to chat with them once you get back from that trip. We'll yep. find your best universal buddy based on, you know, rides. <laughs> and and if you haven't ridden Hagrid's and you want to know what the heck we're talking about, don't go look it up. Go plan a trip and go ride. Anybody could have a good time at Universal. There really is something for everyone. Um, whether you like the 40 rides or the spinny rides or the coasters, um, you know, even if you just want to hang out in Seuss Landing, there definitely is something that anybody can enjoy.